Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. torch and dip it into the sexy saint jeff candle no buffs is back i'm j.e skeets here in the classic factory along with my fellow tribe members two guys who shred long island iced teas with the best of them <laughs> it's trey kirby and jd what's up guys yeah we're one of those <laughs> oh man <laughs> we are here to recap the premiere episode of survivor 46 titled this is where the legends are made And my God, ain't that the truth? (laughs) This first episode, two hours long. So jump on the giant gecko and buckle up because we're in for a ride here. Holy moly. But before we start breaking it down, shout out to the live tribe joining us right now on YouTube. Take a second, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe, comment away. And podcast listeners, please leave us a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice, your Apples, your Spotify's your pod beans, wherever you download and listen to No Buffs. Uh, we would appreciate that. And share the show. Maybe some of you are new here with a brand new season of Survivor. So thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun here because, wow, what a great first episode. What an episode. That was one of the funniest episodes of Survivor, <laughs> especially like a debut episode. I was laughing from the beginning all the way through Tribal Council. A lot of great lines and a lot of hilarious moments. You also have been laughing for like the last three hours here every time you find something new about Jelinski. Oh, I love this guy, man. (laughs) This guy went sicko mode. I'm talking about TK here. He's looking at Jelinski basketball high school clips. Jelinski's a hooper. Uh, That's good. Yeah, I think it appears he had a Kobe Bryant moment at one point uh, in his high school career. uh, Suffering an injury on a play, but going to the free throw line and knocking them down. You're telling me he didn't quit from an actual injury? (laughs) When it came to basketball, he saw it through. Everything else he just gives up on. Okay, we're learning things here. Uh, Yeah, before we go through the uh, episode scene by scene, JD, uh, are you pumped to have Survivor back in your life? No buffs? What would you think of this first one? Uh, You know... I fire it up on the old uh, DirecTV. You know, delayed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I... uh, 
it's like going to the top of a mountain, you know, when you're skiing or snowboarding and you're like, God damn, look at this, this mountain. I, I can't do this. <laughs> but then it starts, you start the run and you're like, God, I'm, I'm, having I'm the skiing again. Back, I'm, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I'm so, so pumped and happy. You're happy. Again, first impressions of the cast here too. I think it's a great cast yeah. so far. I mean, you know, good first impressions. I mean, out of the gate, we get one of the best narrations of all time. Right? Oh, oh my God! You're telling me, Tevin, <laughs> he just breaks down the game of Survivor like incredibly eloquent. Yeah, like was he reading a damn script? No, I just think off that, the dome. That's off the dome, sitting under some coconuts. Like that's he just, amazing. I think. I mean, it seemed to be they, they cut to him, and he's like, "I'm ready to play." It was like a minute long. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I wrote in my notes, this guy's going to take over for Probes. We found <laughs> our guy probes. when Probes yeah. finally hangs it up. Maybe. Just let Tevin run this Possibly. show because that was, was amazing. Cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we'll jump right into the episode here. Uh, yeah. The intro is is Tevin really narrating. And then we quickly, you know, get a little bit from some of the uh, the castaways out there. Banu from Slumdog to Survivor Baby. We get Jess saying she's a little odd but competitive. Find out she's an identical twin. I, are we going to get a Big Brother twist on Survivor? <laughs> Could that be in play? Uh, Charlie, he's a Swifty who went to Harvard. He's not going to share that. Uh, Tiffany is an artist that hustles. We were just like getting a little bit from some of the people that we're going to get to uh, you know, know and hopefully love over the next 12 weeks. Um, anyone jump out to you right from the jump there? And how what would you think of how they started this uh, season? Well, I do like Tevin, and you're right. His uh, monologue to start the season was great. He talked about being an actor multiple times. He said he has an old soul. And the guy's like, what, 24 years old? He <laughs> definitely seems much older than that. Yeah. So I thought he was totally. great. I liked Q. Uh, he seems like he'll yep. be a, a fun character uh, as well. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just in. I was in right away, man. I know. It doesn't take long. Not at all. You're right, J.D. It's like with us here. I mean, we got the playoffs right around lot, the corner. We yeah. podcast our fucking asses off to begin <laughs> with. And then you're like, okay, here we go. And Another show on the docket, but then it starts, and you know I'm, I'm smiling ear to ear, like right away, totally in, uh, and hopefully you are as well. So we go to the welcome mats. Uh, guess they had a boat ride from hell. It show looked a, rough. It show looked hands choppy. who vomited. And a couple <laughs> hands went hands, up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I only ben noticed Ben. But no, who I, else? no, somebody else threw oh, one up. Okay, okay. Yeah, but they sort of focused on Ben, and I was wondering, like, were they going to do your classic marooning? sort of challenge yeah. to start this and did they have to pull the plug because Interesting. of choppy rough seas they must have maybe because I, it was pretty rough and at one point jeff literally says this is your marooning challenge <laughs> right just in case you weren't yeah, sure yeah, yeah. we have started the game yeah. also probes gives like a some sort of speech I, uh, it's not really a pep talk he basically says you might all suck. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you're not going to win this. <laughs> I'm looking at 17 losers right now. <laughs> Essentially. Right? I know. Pretty we're much. paraphrasing, but yeah. he was really laying it on thick, which I liked. I mean, yeah. they, we were told coming into this, we're going to get uh, an edgier Jeff Probst. Mm-hmm. And right from the jump, he's like, you losers. 17, you suck at this game. <laughs> One of you will just scrape by. He's still salty from the quits from the last yeah, season. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Better not quit. Uh, well, we learned the tribes. Okay. It's a, you know, look, there will be some mistakes made here on yeah. No Buffs today. We are learning these people's names, learning what tribes are on and what they're called. But the purple tribe, Yanu, Banu, Anyanu, Banu, Anyanu, Green, Siga, Flock of Sigas. Thanks to Ben for that. 
<laughs> Get your wings <laughs> flapping. Good, and then the orange tribe is Nami. Okay. Okay. Yanu, Siga, Nami, purple, green, orange in that order. I enjoyed the, the 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 pun. Nami from uh, Soda, I believe she was saying. <laughs> I mean, I thought I, I had to rewind it. I, I didn't get it at first, because she goes, "Not me, oh, not me, it's not me." You know, like it's not me. Well, I think yeah, she was also the one who said from the gecko yeah, when they got was. into the challenge. Well, she also said uh, when we get into the first challenge here, she goes, "Jump on that course like a starving man on a Christmas ham." <laughs> she said that within the first ten minutes of this season. Clyde Fraser mode. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they're playing for tribal supplies here. Uh, obviously, in their three tribes, Hunter on uh, on the Orange Tribe. Uh, I think I have that right. On Nami, yeah. he's ripping through this course. That guy had the adrenaline pumping. I thought, and we get uh, Maria Green Tribe carrying a piece a giant puzzle piece on her back mm-hmm. and we get our first that's how you do it on survivor was that for maria that was for her when she was carrying that huge piece back i believe it was yeah i, I think, think so. you're right yeah so probes right away giving us one of those gotta be the earliest in survivor history <laughs> we're like five minutes into the season Has and what be. she was doing was amazing i don't know how her arms bent like that and was yeah. still able to hold yeah. it and grip it Impressive. yeah for sure um orange slash Nami, they sort of crushed then the three-tiered puzzle. I thought they did really well. So Tevin, he gets the flint down. So so they win this thing. Green comes in second. And obviously purple, Yanu, coming in uh, third. So green, Siga, gets to decide between Savvy and Sweat. And they went with Savvy, leaving Sweat to Jelinski and the Purple Tribe, which I know we'll get into. Yes, but uh, yeah, did you like this? Did you like how how they did this little challenge here for the supplies, and then ultimately to decide, you know, who would pick between Savvy and Sweat? Sure, I like yeah. the 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 binary choice at the end there to to choose who does what, and then you basically screwing the other team. They're like, make them sweat, make them sweat, which I enjoyed. And if if you're right, and I think you are, that this this challenge was thrown together at the last minute because they had to abort, then uh, they did a great job. Let's be honest. I mean, it was a fun challenge. Big heavy things to lift, yep. a lot of teamwork involved, pretty complicated puzzle in my book. Um, sure. So, yeah, it was good. I also love uh, usually first challenges, and I think they do this because they want cool shots for <laughs> the, the intro of the, the season. Mud. Yeah. mud. Yeah. Are always covered oh, yeah. in yeah. mud at one point in the challenge. It was early, obviously, in this one when they went underneath that little cargo net. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was great. It had everybody looking like Tree Man after the very <laughs> first uh, challenge. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're just right into it. And, yep. you know, Jeff's yelling. Uh, it was great. It was great to be back. And people are complaining, no Matt chats. Jeff went in. He wasn't faking like he didn't know these people's names. Yeah. He just called them by their names because he's there for the entire casting process. So yeah. he does know it. Uh, no messing around from Jeff anymore. He's getting right to it. And if you're lying to him in tribal council, he's calling you out on it. Yeah. I, I am so happy you brought that up. I don't need to hear them once again. Three people say basically the same thing about how excited they are. Yeah. And, you know, like like all that stuff that we always get. You're right. Let's go to it. Yeah. Let's we get it. how excited you are. Totally. You're flipping out. We can see you. You're yeah. screaming your head off. It's Yeah, it's perfect. Let's get – I love the – you guys are a bunch of losers. Let's do this. You know? <laughs> get it, getting back to the the barfing on the boat. Yeah. How mad would you be? Like, 
you're going on Survivor. You're, for 26 days, you're not going to have access to food, and you barf up your oh. your the last meal before you get on the beach. Right, whatever great, great breakfast you just had oh. there, yeah. That's you're, true. You're loading up at that buffet, right? Like, yeah, hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, that would have made a mess out there. <laughs> uh, either of you guys ever puked on a boat? Yes. Yeah, so have I. I have. Yeah. Not me. No? Not never never chummed the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I made well, it was Rachel was Rachel she always gets seasick. Yeah. And she went below in the boat. We were at deep sea fishing. You don't want to do that. Yeah, and I they just tell you I was stay like, up, look on the horizon if you can. And I was marrying her the next day, so I had to go down and help her. <laughs> and then you got and sick. And then I got sick and it was just like, Oh my god. Because I never get, I've never, I've never been, story. I've never been uh, seasick until that one time. Oh like, my god! Was uh, there some partying the night before? Oh yeah, yeah. we were in Mexico, but oh, the, okay. it was it was pure motion sickness. It was the roughest seas I've ever been uh, in. But okay. yeah, crazy. Yeah, I've gotten sick a couple times on boats. <laughs> Usually because there's been too much fun the night before. If we're being honest, but well, it is what it is. Have you ever been on a boat and not been hungover? <laughs> well uh, wow maybe uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, maybe I mean not uh, the one time i was in a boat with you uh when we uh in the tiny little uh when we went fishing um were you there yeah yeah up at the cottage oh yeah that was one time i didn't get sick okay. actually all right <laughs> i was like man we've been on a boat together i <laughs> remember that we nearly sunk that boat we had way too many guys on a right? very small yeah, boat. A tiny boat but no the answer to your question i don't think so yeah same. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so let's get to the sweat and savvy challenges. And while we do this, you know, there was a lot of sort of going back to tribes. So we'll sort of tackle the tribes sort of one by one here. Uh, we'll start with Purple and Yanu. Uh, same tribe. <laughs> sweat challenge. We get um, Jelinski saying he is the infamous monster that Propes is always talking about. <laughs> uh, he's actually a slot machine salesman. Uh, but he's amazing. And it's Jelinski and Q that decide we'll do the savvy we got to move water from the ocean uh, to these giant sort of pots using buckets with holes in them. And you have obviously the uh, hourglass there, uh, which is several hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> which to Jelinski means seven. <laughs> to most people, you know, look, it's up for interpretation. I don't know. What did you think several means in this instance? About four? Three to four hours. Yeah, okay. Over three. (laughs) Over over three. Yeah. Yeah, three to five, maybe. Yeah. But he was pretty convinced it was seven. And then an hour and a half into this thing, this guy just straight up calls it and convinces a competitive athlete, uh, Q, to to do the same. Yeah. He may have been right. I don't know. When you looked at how much water they had, uh, there's still a lot of time left in the hourglass, but... (laughs) It didn't look like they were close. I don't know if they were going to do it. Like, who knows when the shot was taken of the overhead of how empty their urns still were. True, true. But in his post-game press, Jelinski has been saying that it was Q's idea to quit first. Ooh. Uh, I don't believe him. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's an issue. I don't believe him because, uh, yeah, he seems to be an unreliable narrator. (laughs) (laughs) Because he also said, Jelinski never speaks in the third person. And (laughs) everything I've written or read about him he has called himself Jelinski in the third person. Yeah, wow. every single thing. And he did it obviously last night in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of people talking in the third person. Yeah. There was like three people already. Yeah, we had Jelinski, we had Liz, and somebody else. Banu did it. Oh, Banu. And like he even that. caught himself doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe he did. 
Uh, no, maybe Soda didn't. Um, but she, she, she referenced said Sodar. Sodar, which is like sort of same thing, yeah. person almost. Yeah. Um, but this was the first time I thought Jelinski was hilarious. Not him talking about the several and seven, but obviously they're they're spilling a ton out of these <laughs> buckets, or out yeah. of these buckets because they have the holes on it. But you watch Jelinski walking, and he's spilling more out the top. Like, like his gait is so off kilter that it's just all spilling out the top and the bottom. I was like, how did you get any of the urn, man? Yeah. Too yeah. good. It was weird. They didn't, at times, they didn't seem to even be trying to plug the holes yeah. for quite a long walk yeah. that you're going to lose a ton of water. I was thinking, um, you know, I don't know if it would have been legal. Like, they, they started with their shirts on, and then they took them off because they were probably sweating balls. But, right. like, could you have taken your shirt off and wrapped it around the bucket? Honestly, don't see why not. That's pretty. Or wrap your buff like just something, around the bucket. Something to something help the to, leakage. To, to, to slow it down yeah. at least. But yeah. yeah. Instead, yeah. he just called it. And then he straight up just chucks the hourglass. <laughs> and it shatters everywhere. It can never go back to that beach. That beach is off limits <laughs> <That's like>, now. <laughs> like, yeah. The prop uh, department's like, ugh. No! <laughs> I think so. That? I think so, yeah. Big debate about whether they told him to chuck the hourglass, whether he asked to chuck the hourglass, whether mm-hmm. he just straight up did it. We were debating uh, pre-show. I heard, uh, I know Rob was talking to Franny on his podcast about it too. She was pretty adamant, like, no, he just grabbed it and chucked it. <laughs> and she's I like, mean... they have hundreds of these. And she made a great point. They show us all the time, like... Uh, hourglasses smashing like That's those true. little fun little interstitials. It's a great point, actually. So they got a ton of them. I th- I <laughs> I am in the these. camp that thinks that the producer told him to do it. <laughs> what? Because it's just like I don't know. I don't You're know. quitting that like otherwise there's no sort of cathartic we're quitting or we're done. Right. Right? We're just like, okay, I guess we're gonna quit and let's just skulk away. You know what I mean? But now it's like throw I think that he was told. But that's my It's much more fun to think Oh yeah, he had seen the shillelagh of time. It yeah. was like, if I smash this, uh, <laughs> maybe we win. win. Right. <laughs> we did uh, the yeah. savvy challenge. <laughs> Reverse time. It would be incredible. They're like, damn it, it's a rule. Uh, we didn't think about somebody actually just smashing that thing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they give up. It uh, looked to be to be fair to ve- look difficult. It looked very difficult. I couldn't and- figure out why there were two giant urns. But one of them seemed big enough yeah. for it to be a tough challenge. Yeah. yeah. But apparently he made it even tougher on himself by going barefoot for the first hour of it. Hot sand? Uh, I think he was complaining more about walking on coral barefoot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So keep the shoe. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey Jelinski. Wow. Hey, that's just how it is, man. Jelinski. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, funny, he's like uh, I don't know. I'm going to date myself here, but we talk about Andy Griffith on this show. Yeah. but. Beetle Bailey, ever read that comic? It's like the old like fifties comic. Yes. He's like Beetle Bailey. He's just like this sort of you know, loaf about sort of bumbling fool. Yeah. And that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Just uh, especially when he was lying in the shelter later on in the show. But anyways, we'll get to it. So we get some of the other tribe too, while they're obviously doing this. Um, you know, again, Banu, Kenzie is the salon owner. She prides herself on connections that she can make. Seems to be teaming up with everyone, so mm-hmm. she has a good social game. Uh, Jess seems very shook. I mean, you say uh, Jelinski's bumbling around. Jess is just like, she's afraid to talk strategy. I know we get into later. She can't sleep. She can barely talk at Tribal Council. Yeah. Rough couple of days for her. Uh, and then we do have Kenzie, Tiff, Q, and Jelinski starting an alliance that lasts about 90 minutes. <laughs> Doesn't last all that long. 
because they're obviously going to vote out Jelinski. But right. maybe that's a good sign for those other three. Kenzie, Tiff, and Q, you know, maybe as more of a core three here. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But first impressions on, um, you know, Purple here, Yanu, even Banu himself. What would you think, JD? Uh, Banu, is that a, that's how you say his name? I, Banu? I think I'm saying it, right? It. Yeah. Uh, great character. I'm concerned about him because he wears his emotions very, very plainly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's great TV. Um, and his enthusiasm is absolutely infectious. I have never related to anyone more than I've th- thought, like I've seen myself first day, day one on Survivor yep. is Jess. That's I'm the Leonardo DiCaprio meme going, that would be fucking <laughs> me. She's Canadian too. I know. Uh, she It just like, just a complete mess. Like, yeah. and also yeah. like first day energy on Survivor, I, I hate it. Like as a viewer sitting on the, in the comfort of my own home, I can't stand that. You know what? That was the breathless. That's so good. With the idea you just said, it was amazing. Yeah, you know, so, and, and it's so just like, God damn. And that's how Je- I think that it's just overwhelming, especially yeah. with somebody with ADHD. And there are different types of ADHD. We don't, we don't know what kind she has, but mm-hmm. it's obviously affecting her. She cannot sleep. I would be that too. Like just the the stress of it, the outer body experience yeah. of it. And just like you can see her sort of sweating and and just like, oh my God, I'm just losing shit all over the place. <laughs> 100% would be me. So like I am rooting for her hard. Also a uh, Homer pick. So instant favorite for sure, me. Sure, Jess. sure. What do you think of this tribe and her start? <laughs> Rough start here. Yeah, it's a start for Jess. <laughs> Especially I saw uh, our guy Owen was tweeting last night. He said, oh, this really sucks for her. I had the best sleep of my life on Survivor. <laughs> wow. Because I kind of thought it would be the same. Like, she even says she's yeah. like I thought I would just be so, so exhausted, exhausted yeah. that I'd fall asleep right away and that's what I assume would happen too but also you got to deal with the anxiety yeah. the entire time that will keep you up at night and of course it's not the most comfortable place though I think she did she was sleeping on the beach which means she didn't get crushed by the shelter <laughs> right so that's a win <laughs> there's did go down uh, but I really liked um Kenzie and Tiffany working together we'll get into the beware advantage yeah. a little bit yeah. later but I think they're sitting in a pretty nice spot on that I, I agree sure. and there are some uh I, again I like I like a lot of people on this on this tribe I even yeah. liked Jelinski of course uh you know hilarious <laughs> first boot yeah. but uh I like a lot of characters on that tribe so let's go to the savvy challenge we'll keep this going Charlie and Ben they are going to attempt to crack this code and uh they fail <laughs> pretty miserably <laughs> it, now this looked tough too totally like yeah. you know they got the lockbox there they find the numbers but they missed the part where it's the leftovers then you have to like decipher that code which then is to dig underneath the table you got an hourglass going this whole time mm-hmm. it looked tough it looked tough yeah. um so you know they went back and told everyone no one seemed to care <laughs> they were like eh, it's okay we're the vibe tribe <laughs> we're just surviving out here yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah they started uh started with ben saying that him and charlie were going to be diamond dave and eddie van halen <laughs> then they mm-hmm. failed it and he said this is the beginning of the dumb and dumber alliance <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> so many pop culture references oh. In this episode. Oh, oh Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Uh, the Andy Griffith show you said. Shaggy and Daphne. Yes. Paul right. Segas. Oh, my God. At one point, Jelinski just quotes Kenny Rogers at length. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's true. It's true. Uh, so we get Maria and Tim here on the Green Sega tribe here. They're bonding over being parents. Um, but she tells us I, she has like no intention of being the mom. I believe she's the oldest, right? Uh, out yeah. there on the island at... 
48 years old, 47 maybe yeah. when she played, so not that old, but she is the oldest out there. Uh, we learn about Ben. He likes the guitar. <laughs> this guy loves music. He <laughs> said his strategy was to chill hard and make people laugh. That was me, JD. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, lo- I love this guy's style. <laughs> We're all finding ourselves yeah. out there in one of these people. He said he's the dean of cultural affairs. <laughs> this yeah, guy it was, was great, great, man. He, yeah. it's kind of Cody vibes. Totally. Uh, yes. L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he may also have a tattoo on one of his cheeks. Yeah, he also yeah. said, uh, I've been known to shred a Long Island iced tea or two. Yeah. I laughed out loud at that. I had to send a screen grab to our uh, our friends uh, in the WhatsApp because uh, our friend Dub likes to have a Long Island iced tea every once yeah. in a while, That's which a- is one of the weirdest drinks of all time. Same, Dub. Same. <laughs> uh, yeah, when he said... Uh, Oh yeah, I play guitar. I played everything from salsa to metal, and then I don't know who he's talking to, but they say, "Wow, multi-talented." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> one talent, guitar. That's it. Guitar and wearing leather vests and and bringing good vibes, I guess. But that's it. Great vibes. I like this guy. Uh, Mariah. She admits uh, that she's a little quirky, but she seems to have connected with the ladies. There's a bit of a, mm-hmm. a women's alliance taking form already. Uh, they think, you know, maybe we get one more. We got to get one more person for the vote here. Get four, obviously, instead of a three-three. They target Charlie, and then uh, I forget who said it, but it was a great call. Charlie's Maria. Angels Maria. was a great line. Yeah, Maria. Maria. She's the only one old enough to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll but- say this: if they're if you're gonna have people named Maria and Mariah, split them up on their tribes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like the point. <laughs> the point where she, I, I agree with you, Trey. <laughs> I, guess, I think it was Maria said to Mariah, hey, what do I call you? I don't know. My friends call me Mo on the go. Like, okay, I'm not going to. She's like, ooh, ooh, that's really clever. But I'm not going to call you Mo on the glow. And then she goes, but if I'm, you know, running behind, they call me Mo on the slow. I'm like, okay, this is not helpful, Mariah. It's not uh, helpful. Mo. I'm looking for so yeah, We'll call you Mo. We'll should call we call you her Mo. Mo? Maybe we should. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like Mariah. I like, I like this sort of. I love a tearful sort of like I don't I don't get along with every uh, you know I'm they they say oh I'm so I'm so uh, uh, socially awkward and blah 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 but she sounds sounds like she has a great social life like she plays D and D that's a very social game right she met her boyfriend at bar trivia right she brews beer I don't know that seems like a social <laughs> type of yeah, thing yeah and also sorry another tangent. All these things I kind of I'm kind of into too, and then you go I'm a super dork. <laughs> it's not that dorky. Pub trivia is dorky. I guess it is, but <laughs> that's borderline. I guess yes, I love it. It's I fun. fun. I, I never guess... think of trivia as dorky. Yeah, I mean, maybe D and D. You know, has the yeah. The yeah, long term cultural yeah. baggage. Yes. We've all seen Freaks and Geeks. Sure. But bar, sure. bar trivia is fun, man. Yeah, yeah brewing your own beer. Yeah. I don't know. You got You're doing don't be fine. be so hard right? on yourself, Exactly. Mo. Yeah. But I just love the day one on Survivor. It's like, well, I may have an alliance, but even more important, I've made some friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lifelong friends. Also, like, you're not really on the coolest tribe I've ever seen. Like, we're talking about Ben and Charlie. Yeah. And, like, you know, yeah. I guess we got the older sort of parent roles in yeah. Tim and, and Maria. But you're good. You're fine, Mo. Yeah. Um, Tim does pick up on the girls whispering and scheming. He's, he, he clocks it. Yeah. They're getting quite friendly uh, pretty quick. And then my uh, final note here, and I got to give credit to uh, my wife, Nora. 
Uh, Charlie, she says, looks like a Timu version of Andrew Garfield. <laughs> and you maybe will not be able to unsee spot that. Spot on. Sort of a bootleg Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Absolutely spot <laughs> But I like him. I like him. Great and head of hair. Great head yeah. of hair. He was rocking the leather vest. <laughs> when he had the leather vest on. <laughs> brings the leather vest. So funny, man. He was in McLovin mode then. <laughs> okay. I hope he wears the vest. Like, it's... It's Wait, Ben's vest. It's Ben's yeah, vest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, Charlie brought the vest? No, no, no. no it's it's so much better on Charlie. Because even when Maria comes back from the journey, she's like, hey, cool. You got cool the vest on. <laughs> she like stops mid-sentence. Success. I love the idea that out of all of Ben's clothes, he's like, you know what? I am going to bring my leather vest to a desert island. And he puts it in with all his stuff. And then the stylist or whoever it is, the costume person, is like, Hey, Ben, you might want to wear that leather vest today. (laughs) And he ends up on the island with a leather vest. It's just chef's kiss. And it's not even green either. I mean, I know. Right? Has to. He's got green. All right, that's something that bugged me. Banu was wearing a red shirt. He's on the purple tribe. Was he? I guess. Yeah, it said be kind on it. Just a it red did. shirt. Was it red? Okay. Yeah. Weird. I thought it had to have a tint of purple to I thought it. it was not a enough. Bit, not enough. Not enough for me. Uh, okay. okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Jeez. This guy takes his colors <laughs> seriously. Wait, it's what it's orange, purple, and what's the other color? Green. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Seek okay. is green. So I mean red, red falls under uh, under the purple region. <laughs> yeah. For sure. All right, we'll come allow on. it. Come on. We'll allow it. Uh well, some might argue red's closer to orange than it is to purple. Okay. It's right in between. It's right in between between on the color spectrum. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I gotta cut out a bit. I gotta switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation? Perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Let's go to Orange Tribe, uh, Nami, because uh, down in the water when they're cleaning up, uh, yeah, Liz talks about how awesome she is. <laughs> this was an interesting start for someone. 
I'm amazing. I'm awesome. Kind of a big deal. I am a very big deal. I had a lot of companies. Four, in fact. Still own two. Sold the other two. I'm mad rich. Uh, it's an interesting way to start a game with people know. you don't know. Don't but know. Well, to be uh, fair, okay, okay, to be fair, I mean, we own a company, but we're hardly rich. <laughs> You can own many companies. I guess. You can start as many LLCs as you want. Doesn't mean you're rich. But that's not how it comes off, Liz. Like, if you're saying this to a bunch of Survivor contestants, yes, they're going to think, okay, this woman is rolling in dough. Yeah. Did she not say... I'm pretty awesome. She did now, say I'm pretty it, awesome. She didn't say I'm rich. So, you could look at that as a, you could say that sarcastically. I don't think she did a great job of saying it sarcastically. I agree. <laughs> I thought she was being sincere, but oh. she's she's a bit of a weirdo in my book. Okay. I just uh, weird vibes from her. Right, right. And you you were um, saying before we went live, Trey, there is a Mariah and a Maria on the same tribe. But then Liz looks like uh, who? She looks Liz like some, looks she's similar like to Mariah. Mariah, Mariah yeah, yeah. They have similar hair and they got the styles glasses, of wearing yes. their buff. features, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and tatted up maybe both of them as well. Actually, yeah. I don't know if they both remember are. the tats. Yeah, but anyway, it's gonna take a second to lock in the tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Who's got them and not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I'm getting ahead. Uh, Soda is uh, confident about making fire. She crushes it. Yeah, I loved it. She's like, yeah, I can do this. All right, here we go. She, she was, I forget who she was working with, but maybe uh, is it Randon? Maybe she was Maybe, working with yeah. him. Yeah, anyway. Uh, they take care of business there. Um, man, by the way, we got some incredible names on this on this uh, season of Survivor. We got a guy named Q. That's cool. We had a Jolinski. <laughs> last name, but okay. Soda. Yeah. We got a Venus. Mm-hmm. We got a, someone going by Jem. Um, Randon. Randon, a unique yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. These, are, these are great names. Yeah. Uh, so what else? Oh, here's my question from this tribe. Camp songs. Helpful or hurtful to uh, team morale? <laughs> Time and place, I would uh, say. Well, you got to get them in early because uh, by day five, I think they're going to probably be getting on people's nerves. They better stop. Yep. They better stop soon. I was fi- I'm with you. You're right. That energy that you were talking about, JD, they're all geeked. Yeah. But uh, I have to admit, I was team hunter on this one. I was I'm too. Like, okay, come on. We're not at camp. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we are like technically it's camping. Kind of feels like it. <laughs> I guess it sort of is. It's as close as you can possibly Let's go get. play a game and then talk around the fire. <laughs> That's true. Well, to, I, I'm sort of. I think that the that camp songs can be helpful, but later on, like as like when nighttime when things are winding down yeah. and it's it's bonding time and let's get a kumbaya then going guys we sing. yes yeah, yeah, yes yeah. Yeah. but but during midday the, yeah like, i can't look you in the eyes while we're singing a camp <laughs> song it's also i've just met you and i'm oh okay am i supposed to uh i'm trying to hack down some palm fronds over here but there's kind of a performance happening over here am i am i supposed to be like oh yay you know my part <laughs> yeah I did, I did like uh hunter's explanation for it he's like you know, sometimes people's jokes fall flat. My singing falls flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we're, we're getting out of here. This guy can't sing. Yeah, I hate the timbre of his voice. Uh, yeah, we get Hunter telling us he's quite introverted, um, but he realizes he needs, or maybe the best move for his game is to team up with someone that's super outgoing, uh, a social player. So this is where the uh, Andy Griffith alliance between Hunter and Tevin is sort of formed. And we get, uh, you know... The editor's having some fun with the black and white 
yeah. uh, sort of um, little montage. Did you enjoy this? Did it hit for you? <laughs> Not when I first watched it, but when I watched it back, I was like, okay, it's kind of cute. It's kind of clever, it's especially funny. the shot of them walking through this sort of uh, there's like walking through long grass, and it it's similar to a shot from the Andy Griffith show. You kids would never wow. know, but it it did actually look like it, and it okay. said the Andy Griffith Alliance. I like that. Yeah, and they're uh, that's a that's a CBS product, is it? It's uh, on Paramount Plus. I believe you can go fire up the Andy Griffith show if you'd like to. <laughs> uh, but I like those two, sort of uh, yeah. getting something going here. Um, and I like the thinking. I like that idea of like I am not like that, but that's right. probably good to pair with someone like that, like Hunter's thinking sure. of someone with a social game like that. Odd couple. We've seen it work time and time again. Uh, So if they're able to stick together for a while, I could see it working for them because Tevin does seem to be a very charismatic personality. Seems like he's probably already in charge of this tribe, so why not buddy up next to him? Yeah. And And Soda has a thing, seems to be close with Tevin as well. So the three of them might be good together. For sure. By the way, (laughs) Hunter is from Mississippi? Yes, I believe so. They don't have Taylor Swift in in Mississippi because off the top of the show is like I'm not going to understand any of these references. <laughs> of, uh, who is this Taylor Swift you're talking about? I'm like, what do you? I mean, I'm 53 and I know. Like, yeah, that's uh, a little, you know. But I mean, yeah, well, he doesn't want to sing the Taylor Swift song. Okay, so yeah, that's like fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> he's got other strengths. Yeah, one of them. Is some good old country boy strength. That guy yeah. is gonna is gonna like lead this team, I think, in a lot of these challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learn here from Orange slash slash Nami uh, Venus, another Canadian JD, um, maybe a princess though as well. <laughs> she gets clocked for that. How dare you! And then Randon catches her looking for an idol, calls her Parvati Light. He takes it to Soda about like ah, look at Venus is out there, but Soda's sort of like. Screw you, man. <laughs> She's like, this is where the Sodar is going off. She's basically Sodar. calling bullshit on uh, on uh, Randon. So, uh, we, I don't know. We might be setting up here if they ever do lose uh, between a Venus and Randon. I think that's probably, yeah. that's probably setting, the, you know, setting the table here for with, when they eventually lose, I would assume. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Day two. <laughs> well, hold on. As far as, wow. Okay. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's go. Day, two. <laughs> Day two, guys. Uh, this the, the funny part. This is before the boat shows up for the journey. But uh, uh, we get, I'm Liz Wilcox and I'm allergic to everything. They slipped out of there. <laughs> so not that awesome, honestly, mm. uh, to be allergic to everything. Uh, no. Boat shows up to the island. One person has to go from each tribe. Jelinski just wants to go. Uh, he says he's going, so okay, you go, man. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> so like, All right, buddy. Uh, Before I'd even get, like, if it's a journey, I want to go. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Tevin, he wins some sort of, like, dice game to go. That was their shot in the dark dice. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, they, they must have just picked... Yeah, he said uh, my symbol came up. Yeah, a representative of each side of the die. Uh, And then Maria wins with Paper, Rock, Scissors, a classic that we've seen before. So it's Jelinski, Tevin, and Maria. And, uh, well, the journey's different. The journey is a game, I guess, that you call Torch Vote Skull. And... uh, I don't know. Was there a name for it? It's a good name for it. Torch Vote Skull, yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, Definitely different than what they've done before, and it's the three of them right there. They sort of jump right into it. Uh, You know, you pull the torch um, card. you got to show it. You're good, but then you'll have the other two trying to convince you that they have the vote card. Mm -hmm. You know, one of them will be lying, and it's up to you to ultimately decide. So it's Tevin and Jelinski trying to convince Maria 
um, that they sort of have the vote card. <laughs> they, you know, Jolinski gives it a go, I guess, <laughs> sort of. That I have like, it. <laughs> I have it. Don't ask me any more questions. Uh, and then Maria like flips it on its head and completely crushes him by saying like, I'm going to bury the liar here. Mm-hmm. And that totally freaks him out. And he caves right away and is like, okay, look, 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 I got it. And so that means Maria and Tevin are going to get the extra votes and he will lose his vote. Did we like this little, this new wrinkle to a, to a journey instead of, uh, you know, shipwreck Island and turn your, <laughs> your yeah, turn your, your wheel, turn your wheel. <laughs> yeah, I liked it better. So I, I like the Same. interfacing between all three of them. And I thought a pretty smart move to, by Maria to be like, if you're lying to me, you're going to have 12 enemies right now. And apparently that was too many for Jelinski. Yeah. He would rather have five people who are going to vote him out, hate him, than 12 people who will never talk to until the game is over. But it worked. (laughs) He's not a deceptful person. So, of course, he had to fold his hands. Deceptful. Deceptful. Yes, that's right. They threw it in quotes there on the closed captioning. (laughs) Yeah. You like this new uh, twist here, JD? I thought, yes, I do like it. I thought that... I didn't really understand it when it first came up and I was like, what is the point of this? Like, how are you going to convince? But then I sort of, as it unfolded, I I got it. Um, Maria, if you don't want to be known as the mom, don't use your mom's superpowers because that is (laughs) hardcore mom stuff right there. Um, But yeah, she was brilliant uh, pulling it out of him and uh, to uh, easy pickings really for it's Jill like, um, I definitely have it. You know, like <laughs> that's a great point. It was definitely it like was I'm, not, I'm not mad at you now, but if I find out you're lying yeah. to me, I'm gonna be really mad at you. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is gonna be a bigger problem for you down the line. Yeah. So just come clean now, and we can deal with it. Exactly. And it worked that's perfectly. Too good. <laughs> so then he returns. Jelinski does with no vote, and you know it's so ironic. <laughs> In a thing he was just doing where he was supposed to be lying (laughs) and then caves, he goes back and probably should have lied to his tribe. Instead, just comes clean and they bury him. They're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What are you doing? You just gave them extra votes? You didn't even really try? Uh, And yeah, that was, uh, you know, in in an episode full of like, what are you doing, Jelinski uh, moments? This was at like the top of my list. He could have said anything. Totally. Nobody's gone on it. Yep. Yeah. He could have d- run back a classic journey, whatever. Uh, yep. he, he could still say he doesn't have a vote if he wants to get to that, but like basically saying, not only did I botch this, <laughs> but now they have more power because yeah. that's what really pissed them off. He, yeah. he didn't even have to lie, really. He just no. had to tell them exactly what happens, but leave out the part where he just folded immediately, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no reason for him to do that. And... I think that if they he hadn't quit in the first sweat challenge, he would have had a little bit more charity, a little bit. I agree. Uh, you know, they would have sort of been a little bit more understanding. But it's like you quit again, and now you're putting <laughs> us in jeopardy by, you know, the giving them two extra votes. Are our enemies? Well, what are you doing? Yeah. To be fair to Jelinski, I. It puts you in a very a, a huge disadvantage to have the skull, right? Like, Absolutely. Uh, totally. You know. Totally. To be fair, but it couldn't have possibly happened to the worst person, you know, like to send out <laughs> to on the a, guy that yeah. gives up. <laughs> so horrible look, but uh, hilarious. A great segment, yeah. yeah. It, you're, you know, for, for great television, it would have been awesome if Tevin had drawn the skull yeah. and he had to do the line. Yeah. I, it just, 
something tells me it would have been a lot better at it oh, and totally. really leaned into it. Yeah. And then Jelinski would have been like, no, I have it. I really have it. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Which would have sounded like he was amazing. lying. So yeah. yeah, probably would have been better. But anyway, uh, we also get Maria returning. She tells Siga about her extra vote. Tim seems a little scared by that. And then, yeah, we then get really the uh, beware advantage finding here from Tiff. Along with Kenzie, who's sort of, uh, you know, rolling along with her here, looking for stuff on the island. She rips open, Tiff does the beware advantage right away, and she finds a hidden immunity box, but she needs a key, and she loses her vote until, you know, they, they lose immunity, mm-hmm. uh, I guess. So, uh, yeah, we get a box, and she has to go find this key, which we'll all obviously um, get to in a little bit, but... Yeah, I like. I sort of like that. I liked how that the whole hidden immunity box played out, and I liked that it happened somewhat quickly here. That it all yeah. happened within the same episode. Yeah, maybe we were helped that it was two hours, but I like that. Well, it's also not, Tiff it's not, was amazing. Like she, like she killed it. She killed it. I mean, they and they lost the immunity challenge, so that also helped with that. But right. Uh, yeah. Well, like an incredible, incredible little run for Tiff there, and she is definitely one to watch. That's for yep. sure. Yep. Strong, strong start. I hope that she uses the box in some way going forward because she buried it again right like after she found the immunity idol she also there was a pencil in there i don't know if that's going to come in handy as well she's got two things outside of the immunity idol that she could use for deception somehow i do wonder i mean it was great it was awesome um will it come back to bite her in the ass that kenzie knows all of this as well or is it a bonding thing and it's almost like this is ours in a way like i wonder how they're gonna sort of play that moving forward well, it's definitely going to bite her in the ass. Yeah, it, usually, it usually does. But also, what are you going to do? She she saw you find it. Exactly. And now you have to sort of do it. The whole the whole we're the whole chase now, yeah. with her. Yeah. Well, and they were in the four person alliance. Yeah. As yeah. well. That's probably good. So, uh, so day three team immunity challenge. Um, yeah, we get we get the famous line now. I would say uh, of Jelinski telling Probst that several means seven. <laughs> something i had never ever heard before no. in my life not a thing <laughs> not, not a, a thing. thing somebody told him this and he convinced himself because it's you know spelled the same way that that's what it means like i uh, what happened here <laughs> Look, man it's hard to stick up for this guy but the first four letters are the same <laughs> and several can mean seven at some point it can mean like what's the upper limit on several you know? Yeah, yeah. Over 10 seems like too many. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, he I don't he know. was just so know. adamant that se- that several has to mean seven. Yes. Right? <laughs> but you're was... right. Could you convince yourself that several hours is somewhere between four and seven? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I think you're getting a little high, personally, yes. but yes. sure. But he is just, like, hell-bent on... No, that's supposed to mean that seven. That is several. Yeah. It's in the word. <laughs> it means seven. <laughs> so we get Probst uh, getting us to the challenge. He's geeking up, geeking out about the gecko, saying it's the biggest gecko you've ever seen. And and, and make sure you look at the eyes while you're carrying this thing, too. Bloodshot eyes. Bloodshot <laughs> eyes. So, As if it were fixings for a baked potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so orange slash nami they are crushing this one again again hunter uh that guy's that guy's good in these things um i was getting angry at the other two tribes though trying to get this stupid gecko over this wall i think probes got a little fed up too it's like why are a couple of you over the the wall and then pulling down right the thing it's not gonna slide across the top of the bamboo just all get back 
underneath it, maybe have one person up there, right. but everybody else just push it over. Yeah. What were they doing? They were like literally hurting themselves by like like the people were like hanging off it. But amazing. it wasn't even close Somebody to was going head over. first, like holding be- behind it. Oh, that would have could have been bad. I think that's part of why he was like, guys, get behind don't push it. Push it over, yeah. So you don't doesn't collapse. What on happens you. when it comes down? Yeah. A Venus was one of them up there trying to haul over a five hundred pound thing. It's like, I don't. She's what. Under a hundred pounds, yeah, I she, think. Yeah, like, crusher. Like. Um, so anyway, they si- they finally figure it out. But um, we get to the puzzle part. Uh, Yanu, Yanu. I don't know how am I supposed to say this. Trident? Yanu is fine. Yanu, okay. Um, they choose J- Jelinski to do the puzzle, <laughs> or maybe he offered to do he it. He stepped up a hundred percent. Come on now. Yeah, him and Jess. <laughs> I wrote when he when he got in there. I was like, "Oh, great! He's gonna quit after one piece. He's gonna try one piece. Doesn't fit. I'm done. Just knocks it over." Uh, so anyway, Orange wins. Nami wins. Siga finishes second, and Yanu dead last. And then Banu breaks down in front of Probes. This uh, goes to what you were talking about, JD. Of this guy wearing his heart, uh, on, heart his on his sleeve for sure. He's uh, you know he's heartbroken. Somebody's uh, survivor journey is gonna come to an end here mm-hmm. on night three. And the two targets as we go to commercial are, surprise, surprise, Jelinski, <laughs> who can't get anything right, and Jess, because nobody's really talking game with her. She's just losing shit out there. She's like walking around, bumping into things. She can't say full sentences. She can't talk. Yeah. So those are the two that are, uh, that are on, the, uh, on the target list here as we uh, take the commercial break. And then we get into, like, yeah, the plotting and the scheming here. No, I thought it was interesting. Those two stayed at the shelter mm-hmm. while the other four had to get water <laughs> it's like neither of you want to go and help your chances of sticking around in this game they're like now nah, we'll both stay here but Jelinski's worried about her playing her shot in the dark right. and so he's like he's thinking he's good i mean he thought i'm fine i got my sort of alliance here yeah i haven't done anything correctly but they'll but in his, i don't think in his mind that he believes that i think he's when he's, he's lying down in that that uh, shelter, he is like, I'm killing this game. Right. Like, in his mind. I, I can't remember a more oblivious player. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. How was he blindsided? After everything <laughs> that happened, how, how, like how? How did he, the, did he not know that he was going home? Like, I don't even no, think I he think realized he was- I think those other people in his tribe that did have that little alliance cooking were probably like, yeah, we need your strength. She's sort of a nothing in these things. They You're attacked good. him at tribal council for quitting twice. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> at tribal council, he should have clued into the yeah, fact that he yes. maybe was going <laughs> yeah. home. I mean, he didn't have a vote, so it's not like, you know, he could really do all that much except plead to stay in the game, but- Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We get Tiff then here saying, uh, I'm really bummed we lost the immunity challenge. Psych. I don't care. We got a psych. Right, man, man what, a, what a line. Uh, so then she gets to go crack the coded message to get the key. She does. She figures out this point thing. There was uh, an awesome shot of her running back. The drone shot? Well, no, there was. Well, yes, there was a drone shot, but there was a shot. It was a it was a camera operator, mm-hmm. like a handheld. Or oh, whatever. okay, yeah, yeah. And she she figures it out right, like on the point on those rocks, and then she starts booking it back, like to obviously where the hidden immunity box is. Right. And it's behind her, and like, oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a mountain yeah, shot. It looks, looks like cool. a video yeah, game. It yeah. Really cool. It just looks so sick, <laughs> and uh, she obviously gets the idol, gets her vote back, and she's you know she's sitting pretty because she ain't going home tonight, mm-hmm. and now she's got a little power here and. 
and uh, obviously has her vote to uh, have a say here because otherwise we were heading into this thing with only four people potentially voting because Jolinski didn't have right. his and she didn't have hers for a second. Um, Q talks to Banu about cutting Jolinski. He takes that to Jess too. So then we just get Q, Banu, Tiff, and Kenzie debating who's it going to be. Are we going Jolinski or Jess? Um, you know, <laughs> we get a line here. I don't want to play with people who just want to give up. Right. That's what Q says. Really? <laughs> Aren't those people, you know, all right to say me keep around? Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, as we go to tribal council, we can get into what's said there. But, like, do you think they made the right decision in, in letting the legend of Jelinski go uh, and keeping Jess over him? Or maybe they should have went with Jess? Does anyone have a – or does it not matter? <laughs> I mean, it's the first boot. It probably yeah. doesn't matter. Probably not. And he has already shown that he's willing to help out other people for his own cause rather than help the tribe. Like, True. that was what he told them right away, twice. Uh, and honestly, as soon as he quit, uh, the sweat challenge with Q, it was over. Like, he's not going to let that kind of guy stay around. Q, no, I didn't think. No, for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. There was a moment earlier in the episode where um, I can't remember what happened, uh, but what the the three of them without Jelensky was sitting there and they were like, oh, should we tell Jelensky? And then Q was like, I'm not telling that man anything. Yeah, yeah. So it was basically over at that point. Yeah, Jelensky lost Q in the in the sweat challenge. And then he really lost, I felt like, someone like Tiff and maybe the others when he came back and said, uh, yeah. yeah, I lost my vote and I gave them extra votes. And they were like, well, she like really freaked out on that. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, I plan on being here actually for a little while yeah. and that might come back to hurt me. This, yeah. you know, potential extra vote. Probably, it probably won't, but I understand why she's uh, pissed off. So anyway, Jelinski voted out five to zero and, uh, you know, Jess stays. She talks a lot about struggling with sleep uh, deprivation. She really was struggling. And you, we've read stuff from people, uh, obviously survivor sort of uh, media personalities, Bloom, Dalton Ross, who were there for this first tribal council. They said it was like even worse. Yeah. She couldn't talk at all. Yeah. And like, I guess uh, Tiff was doing a, like some sort of an analogy. And Jess is like, what? Can you say that again? <laughs> so apparently she said it again and she still didn't get it. Like, yeah, she is. Yeah. Hopefully she rebounds here, finds her footing. And she might. Get her a reward challenge. Get some food <laughs> yeah. in you. But look, she couldn't string a sentence together. She couldn't understand analogies. And Jelinski still got voted out five to zero. Yeah. And was still somehow blindsided. Because Mike Bloom said it was even more obvious in person than it was on TV. And like going to tribal console, I was like, well, at least he did a lot on his first and only episode. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed to me very obvious he was the one going yeah. home. Yeah. But he's saying even more so <laughs> in person. The only part where I was like, okay, maybe he's not going home is how confident he was. It was that was the only thing yeah. I'm like, what? How is this guy not the first guy that you obviously get out of here? Because this whole talk too of like, okay, he's at least a bigger guy and maybe more athletic than Jess, but it's like, what was he doing? I didn't see a whole lot of like, you know, helping all that much with the gecko. Nora pounded, pointed out like, look at him in the gecko over the wall. He's like doing nothing at yeah. one point, just standing there yeah. like so. I mean, you got Q. You don't you don't necessary you don't need another big gawky <laughs> guy who's not going to do anything and is a bit of a quitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jess could be a liability for sure. I mean, it, you do have to give them kudos for like taking the risk of getting rid of a big guy after you just lost a challenge yeah. where there's a 500 pound gecko that you had to move around. I mean, that is 
it does take some cojones, but as you say, like he barely did anything anyways. So yeah. And like, even in the puzzle that he's doing with Jess, I mean, she was working on the puzzle. He right. couldn't even like find the right pieces to hand her. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think he was helping with the puzzle. He's just like literally pick up that piece and hand it to it. And they're like screaming at him at that one point. Like not that one. No, not that one. Not that one. They couldn't even do that. Right. So yeah. And then of course at tribal council where uh, we get probes, you know, he said he was going to be a little more uh, cutthroat. Maybe when it came to like, yeah. you know, asking questions and putting people on blast. Maybe these last couple of tribal councils over seasons prior have been a little too kind, a little mm-hmm. jovial. But yeah, I mean, he called out Jelinski on the never quitting. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I will never give up. <laughs> Except the two times I already did in three days. <laughs> Uh, that's great, man. That's great. That's great. He's one of the, my favorite first boots of oh. all time. If they ever do a, you know, a first boot season or even first boots versus winners or some variation yeah. of that, he's a no-brainer. Oh, a totally, second man. chances or something. Like, come on, yeah. bring him in. Yeah. Bring him in. Uh, so that is episode one. Uh, any other thoughts here? I know we got tree mail later and got some other questions about this episode. But anything else you want to add or that I missed from this one? As we. Jeff called that gecko the biggest gecko you've ever seen. That was the biggest gecko I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Very big gecko. Uh, Three of them. (laughs) Um, I like the look of the uh, tribal council. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It does look cool. A lot of cool buildings. Yeah. Uh, It looks very big. Like it just looks very sizable to me. Yeah. Uh, And then I would also say I really like Soda. I thought she was awesome. Yeah. 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 Good start. Soda and Tevin uh, are going to be quite a duo there. Also, I will say, uh, Jess, just to illustrate how much she was struggling. Apparently when she voted, she literally put her vote in the shot in the dark bag instead of the actual spot where you're supposed to put your vote like this, this uh. woman. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I think she's gonna, she's gonna bounce back. I have some confidence. Like this, this is like, yeah. they also needed someone in this episode to pit against uh, <laughs> the buffoon that it was yeah. Jolinski and all the mistakes yeah. he was making, like to like have us think, could it be uh, yeah. her? You know? So, you know, I, I was going to say it, it wasn't back. maybe that bad, but it does seem bad. It did seem bad. I mean, I say that, but we got a clip of uh, her getting screamed at <laughs> in the next uh, <laughs> next right. challenge. Bonnie. But yeah, on here, he's a hothead, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm hoping for a journey with her. I We see this a lot, I think. Not to that, this extreme, but people just, you arrive on the island and it's a fucking gut punch. Yeah, you they, know just, what I mean? they get and punched they, and they're dazed. Yeah. And David then, Wright, wasn't that like his story? Totally. Cochrane as well, mm-hmm. like yeah. a complete like, you know, sunburn, rash, everything. Yeah. Like, uh, but then you emerge from it and then it makes you stronger. And that's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Well, let's take a, a quick, quick break. When we come back, we will get into tree mail. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct TV satellite-free. You see, 
this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight? Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, back with no buffs here. Let's get right into some tree mail. Okay, first one from Joe at Booyah Machine on Twitter. Do you think all challenges will involve the giant gecko? <laughs> and if so, did Jeff give away too much when he repeatedly yelled that you have to push the gecko? You can't pull it. Hashtag bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Uh, would you like to see the giant gecko in every challenge this season? <laughs> I want to see it again. Yeah. At least one more time. Okay. I want to see that lizard. Uh, maybe they can make it like more fun. Like someone has to ride it. Yeah. You know? in the I thought water somebody should have rode it down the ramp. Oh, that yeah. That would pretty cool. That would have been really <laughs> sweet. Probes would have loved that, wouldn't he? Oh, I, I would think, think so. so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, giant gecko. Uh, any thoughts on that one, uh? JD? Oh, uh, well, yes, I would like to see the gecko. Um, again, I think that uh, Jeff was probably worried about safety, or he was just giving them advice. I think he was just giving, uh, just them, giving them advice. He's like, like that's not going to work. Yeah. Like, three of you pulling down while it's at the apex. It's like you're literally, you're not pushing enough up. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to get that the tail above. Uh, I think he was just helping them out. Yeah. Uh, next one from DT. Based on the first episode, who do you think the show is trying to tell us will win? Oh, let's read into the edit. And then DT says, it's Tevin. So DT is uh, saying right away, Tevin as this great narrator, obviously a big personality, mm-hmm. seems to know the game. Uh, but do you have someone else, JD, uh, that you think uh, through one episode, the show was tipping its hand? I like Tevin. I think that it's very possible that he, he wins. Like he's seems to be very savvy Mm -hmm. he is as he as you say a great narrator um he has a narrator ever won like there's always one person who sort of is great at narrating the game cochran was a bit of cochran yeah that's a good point but you're right they generally don't they come they go far yeah (laughs) like the mike whites the the did david white win no No, he didn't win um but yeah there's owen yeah omar yeah, no, no. I feel like Jam Jam was kind of 50-50 narrator. Not, not Him a and Carolyn one. were kind of yeah. like the two stars of that season. And yeah. Carolyn obviously opened her season, breaking the fourth wall with the producer. True. And that's what like, yeah. that, that's like the most notable opening monologue to me, other than Tevin's. Yeah. So I don't know. And I remember that w- because she broke the fourth wall there, I thought she was going to win. I thought that was them telling us yeah. that she was going to win. So I don't, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that Tevin's a lock, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Who who had the who had the best showing in episode one besides Jolinsky? Probably Tiff. <laughs> in Tiff, terms yeah. of getting, you know, getting shit done, like actual survivor gameplay. Um, I think Maria uh, had a pretty good. Maria episode. had Maria a great episode. Yeah. The salon owner, I'm blanking. Kenzie. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good social game there. Yeah, especially so. Kenzie and Tiff sort of yeah. tied together. Okay, yeah. You seem to agree with those ones. Yeah, I've got a lot of them on my team for later, and nice. only one person was shown building fire last night. 
Soda. 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 Mm. Practiced. Mm. Practiced leading Practiced up to it. Practiced it. And yeah. they mentioned that. Every day. Every mm-hmm. day. Ah, good point. Uh, next one from Zach. At what point do you think people will stop comparing young, attractive women to poverty? Or are we in the 90s NBA in a constant search for the next Michael Jordan? Uh, yeah, look, it comes up all the time. You are young, you're attractive, and you show you know any deception at all. Like you're, you're a the little game. sly playing the game of Survivor. <laughs> Heaven forbid you're a little deceptive. Right. Deceptful. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's, it's a good point here from Zach. I don't know if it'll ever stop. I think it changes next season. Why? How so? Because this... Uh, tribe has not seen season 45, right? Right. D1 taking the poverty game literally to the next level. Right, right. She used the showmance to swindle Austin and one survivor because of it. We're going to pivot to D. You're a D. Yep. A dubious D. Dubious D. Okay. I don't know. I think that D needs another few seasons under her belt before she can get to the poverty echelon. Hey, poverty's still in the uh, reality. She uh, is. Reality world. You know, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Atmosphere? The no. universe? Yeah, ecosystem. universe. Sure. sure, ecosystem. Yeah. Thank you. Because she's on Traders. Yeah. Um, which I still have not watched, which I should watch. Um, but yeah, look, it's a compliment. If you get compared to Parvati, by the way. That's how she took it. That was my favorite Of course, part. but yeah. she's still angry. <laughs> and she was angry because he was right. I don't know. So anyways, whatever. Venus. You are a Canadian, so you, I love you. So that's fine. <laughs> you are the but ultimate you, homer. I am. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? You are no poverty. And uh, what's his name? Randon? Yeah. Sorry. If you if you can see a poverty coming at you, then she's not a poverty. Because poverty, you're already under her spell. Like, immediately. Right. You don't know that, she, that you are doing everything that she's bidding. And that's not Venus. No offense, not yet. Anyway, not yeah. the not that I've seen. Young, pretty, conniving. That's literally everybody on Survivor, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> From my perspective, <laughs> that's everybody. That's a good point. So, you, you know, uh, it's a compliment. Poverty is the a Michael Jordan figure in the Survivor world, mm-hmm. and ain't nothing wrong with that, as far as I'm concerned. But I I take your point, Trey. I think D is up there for sure. But you know, let's get have her back. Another you know. And I think she would do just as well, if not better. I think she is on poverty's level for sure. I agree. We were high on D. Yep. Uh, I also have uh, high hopes for for Venus, like, putting up a fight with uh, someone on her tribe. Yeah. I don't think she's, like, going to roll over here if she gets in trouble. Like, I I, I think she's got got that spirit in her. She's got quite a competitive uh, vibe to her. So hopefully that, uh, that plays out. Final one here from Kevin. All the focus is rightly on Jelinski and his tribe. But if either of the other tribes had lost the immunity challenge, who do you think would have been uh, the first boot? So it's a fun hypothetical. Let's say, let's say Sega. Let's say the green tribe loses to <laughs> yeah. uh, to Jelinski, who kills the puzzle and just puts it all together with Jess. Who's, um, who's on green? Sorry. Uh, uh, well, you've got Ben, Charlie, Jem, Maria, Mariah, and Tim are Sega. Right. So we got the parents. And everyone else he just named. We got mm-hmm. the rock and roll Ben. We so got we got Charlie. Charlie's Angels. And Yeah, uh, that one was setting up like it was the Women's Alliance and maybe Charlie. So in right. theory, that puts Ben and, and Tim, Tim at a disadvantage. And, and Tim that, seems at odds with the Women's Alliance. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so maybe we lean towards Tim there. Tim, Tim on that tribe. Okay, and then, of course, uh, if the Orange Tribe 
had lost. Uh, and TK, you have that in front of us. Hunter, Liz, Randon, Soda, Tevin, and Venus. So right, Venus possibility. Yeah, they got a Randon, uh, uh, Venus uh, confrontation there. Yeah. But uh, I think Liz maybe the woman can't eat. She can't eat out there. That's a problem. Yes. It's, a problem. it's a problem to the point where I'm like, is this ethical to put somebody who cannot eat any of the actual food that they can find on the show? You know, right. like she. It's like if you are, uh, I'm allergic to sand. <laughs> right. Like, well, you're going on survival. Well, good luck. Good luck out there. <laughs> Did she say if she can eat rice? Uh, she I, must be. I hope she can eat rice. rice. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Apparently, Jelinski was also. Um, Allergic to coconuts. Wow. I didn't know that was a major allergen. I yeah, did. same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you never know. Coconut oil. You got to watch out for yep. that. Okay, so it sounds like from from Orange, though, you you're le- you think Liz maybe, and then possibly Venus or yeah. Brandon. That's my thought. That sounds yeah. right. All right. Well, I'm happy to say that the No Buffs Survivor Fantasy Pool is mm. back with Make Your Picks. That yes. is the app we use. And I want you to know, they've updated their app make your picks has on ios and android so in order to play you got to make sure you've got the latest version of the app so do that first update the make your picks app now some of you have like automatic apps on that update like you should be good but you won't be able to make your picks on the old version so that's the first thing chris said to remind everyone the rules are the same okay you're going to be picking your survivor team your team to accumulate points to obviously last long you're picking five players and then from week to week we make votes on who's going out and you can double down on that and you can use a bunch of coins and stuff like that you'll figure it out it's pretty easy again make your picks is what we use the picks will not start or our season doesn't start until right before the start of episode two so nobody has started yet there's no points yet you you're not you don't have to freak out if you didn't even know about this we don't start until the start of episode two so you've basically got all week up until you know next wednesday night to get your picks in to make your team and then make your picks for who's going home and we will wrap this up by me asking you guys call your shot you know (laughs) i don't really need to hear your entire team but i'd love to know after one episode who you got winning this thing this is interesting. I'm looking at our pool right now, and I see my sister has entered our pool. Ooh, Ooh Kenzie. Kenzie. Kenzie did she, she's probably back in Kenzie. Mackenzie B? Yeah. I'm assuming that's her. Mm. Okay. I got Kenzie on my team. I can't not root for a Kenzie. I'm doing it different this year. <laughs> I know there's no chance I'm picking the right winner. Okay. So I'm just picking the people I liked the most in the first episode. Okay, so who do you have on your team here and make your pick? Kenzie, Soda, Ben, Maria, and Tevin. Okay. Give me a winner pick, Soda. Soda, all right. Soda. He likes, okay, he likes that fire call. little tip there from the editors. Okay, good call. Good call. Um, JD, let's. Uh, I haven't picked team. my t- okay, but team let's hear yet. You but take it to win oh this whole thing, the sole survivor of season forty-six. Sole survivor. Give me. <laughs> okay, my my head is saying Tevin, my heart is saying Jess. Even though wow. I know, wow. I know, wow. I can't help it. I okay. can't help it. You know, I'm just gonna say Jess. Okay, I'm say Jess. Okay, fuck I love it. it. She used to play rugby. Did you know that? No. I didn't know that. She's she's a twin, so she's constantly fighting with people. She's <laughs> right. she That's knows. Funny. She she's understands confrontation. If she's constantly fighting with people and her identical twin. What about Q and his <laughs> seventeen right? siblings? Sixteen? Yes. What was the number he said? You think he said seventeen siblings? Seventeen. Or he kids, said he was so one of seventeen. 16, yeah. yeah, he's one of seventeen. Holy moly. That's a lot. That's a lot. But uh, I think 
if she can just get her shit together, I think she's going to go far in this game. Okay. So you're going Jess. Jess. You got Soda. I'm also going to stick with a woman. Give me, quote unquote, don't call me mom. Give me mom. I'm going to take Maria. I like her. <laughs> My only concern is great first episode. Yeah. Will she... You know, shine too bright early, but I'll take Maria. Yeah, uh, as my winner. No love for Tiff. Nobody picked Tiff. Like Tiff a lot. I like. I like a lot of people on this. On the, uh, you know, first impressions here. Yeah. From two hours, a lot of them. Same. Out of eighteen, you know, seventeen now. I probably love like like ten of them immediately as like oh good at the game, fun mm-hmm. characters, could see them doing well. Totally. But can't wait for them to get a little hungry, get a little irritated. Sure. Screw your camp songs. <laughs> Get the hell out of here with your rock and roll <laughs> references. You know, it doesn't take long. Oh, yeah. For yeah. people to like start just annoying you. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah. like 80s rock, Ben. Relax, man. <laughs> He's so young to be into Van Halen yeah. and all that stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And like, we got two guys in an Andy Griffith alliance. <laughs> the one guy's 24. Yeah, the other guy's like 30. Like, what are we doing? What's going on here? What's, what's old is new? Is that we've just come I full guess. circle? I Incredible. guess. Andy Griffith. It's a pretty good show. I mean, legendary show. Legendary, yeah. sure. But Very I haven't. Folksy. I don't know anyone <laughs> that's like a giant fan. You would have to no. be searching it out at this point. Yeah, like, I feel like it maybe used to be on Nick at Night or whatever. But right. I don't know what they play on Nick at Night anymore, or if it exists. I know they're not just showing Andy Griffith reruns. <laughs> I, I don't think. Maybe they are. <laughs> Look at it this way: Matlock is an ancient show. Yeah. What well, that was Andy <laughs> Griffith, right? The same guy. Same yeah. guy. Yeah. Now, this this is, is, this is that like was the start 40 of years television, after. man. It was. <laughs> started the first show ever. Ron Howard was five in that show. And, okay, there's two people on the fucking island that love this show. It's weird with one young person You're right. being like, I love Andy Griffith. You're like, oh, that's quirky. That's weird. And suddenly there's another guy out there that's like, I love it too. Yeah. You think they're faking the funk? I mean, their, their favorite character both was Opie. <laughs> Come on. The most obvious know. character? I don't know. Nobody likes Barney Fife? <laughs> oh, come on, Barney Fife? Don Knotts? <laughs> what, you're anti-Barney? Absolute best. Yeah, okay, I, I was going to say That's he's awesome. probably the best. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or at least who I think of first. Opie, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because they probably started watching his children, and Opie's the a child. Yes. The child. Yes. You're right. Know. You're right. I don't, don't want to get old. into that. We're old. We're all over 40 now here. The show went off the air in 1968. Two years before I was born. Holy crap! It went off Amazing. the year. It went off yeah. the year in sixty. That was the last episode, nineteen sixty-eight. All right, man. Well, man. I like the Beatles. You know, well, it's music, the same as liking the Beatles. Yeah, music. I guess it's similar. I don't know. It feels a little different to me when it comes I to agree. music. Yeah. Than an old black and white television show. They like it. That's cool. Uh, next episode of Survivor, it's two hours long again, and Ooh. then we go to ninety-minute episodes. It's titled. Scorpio energy. Mm. So, is this about the Scorpio uh, scorpion tattoos, or is it about someone uh, and their horoscope? Because we had Ben say he's an Aries, right? Ben well, did I, say he was an Aries. I could, yeah. It could be both, right? It could if, be both. If, if you don't, if you have a scorpion tattoo and you're not a Scorpio, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? <laughs> right, right. Uh, you, so we you know- just love the movie Drive. <laughs> Yep. Why? Or is there Mortal a Scorpion? Yeah, he's got it on his yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't or Mortal jacket. Kombat. Yeah. yeah, there's an older reference. Oh, okay. I'm trying to use a hip, right. cool yeah, reference. Yeah. Um, uh, Drake. Drake. Drake, big Scorp. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, what's uh? I do not know the stars. Okay, I do not follow the horoscopes. I only know Scorpio because I am a Scorpio. Oh, what, so what's a, a characteristic of you? What's Scorpio uh, energy? Is what I'm asking. Kind of a dick, I guess. That's what people tell me. Okay. They go, oh, you're every time I like, you know, oh, you're a Scorpio. Oh, I get it. Oh, oh I see. Oh, now. like a like, bit of just a curmudgeon. Yeah, it's oh, the, yeah, like yeah. the worst in terms of. <laughs> Like an asshole. You're an asshole. Oh. You're born in like the beginning of winter, I guess. So <laughs> I don't know. That's what makes you an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Strong, it's enigmatic, the... and independent characters okay. who crackle with an intensity. Did yeah. anyone fire up their birth dates and find out who's the uh, Scorpio? I couldn't go that the... deep, okay, man. Okay. I was just reading everything I could about Jelinski. Okay, you were. <laughs> I, you well, really Jelinski was one of them, wasn't he? I'm. All, they, somebody, two people were comparing Scorpio tattoos. Oh, and you're convi- or Scorpion tattoos. I yeah, say. yeah. And I'm you're convinced, convinced it's the one that's still there. That you're a Scorpio. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if anybody out there has a Scorpio Scorpion tattoo and you're not a Scorpio, please let us know a and explain yourself. Maybe, you. maybe uh, on episode two, instead of giant geckos, we have giant scorpions. Ooh, I like that. And that's like the theme of <laughs> yeah. this season. Watch uh, the tail, says Jeff. <laughs> Don't touch the Don't tail. Don't touch the tail. You've got to pull it down from the front in this one, you idiots. <laughs> uh, so uh, next time on Survivor, people are starting to feel defeated already. I think people are starting to crack a little bit already. Maybe hunger and sleep deprivation, whatever. Uh, Siga gets some fire going, so somebody else, the Green Tribe, gets fire going. Okay. And then Banu screams at Jess for, I think, dropping pieces or yeah, dropping a, something. A here. puzzle it, seems yeah, to collapse. Yeah, they have to seem to be holding this puzzle, yeah. giant puzzle, like almost like rainbow type thing, and uh, he screams at her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, Jess, come on. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, not hopefully, but, I mean, was it a, an exclamation? Did a puzzle piece fall on her? And he's like, just like that like oh my god i took it as i took it as anger hold too. it up like, you fool. yeah get the get your shit together jess <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see we'll but see. uh yeah we'll see i don't know but that's not a good look you know what i mean <laughs> what for banu <laughs> yeah 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 right. this guy is intense is he's all i'm very, saying he's, he's very, very intense, intense. Great he character. every emotion on his face he's like ah <sighs> for a guy who does yoga a lot he's a little high strung is all i'm saying I love that he got his U.S. citizenship, and then the next day, man, <laughs> I'm like, sick, man. I'm going to Survivor. That's so yeah. badass. Yeah, you're right. He's fired up. Yeah. Um, so, and he's obviously going to want to win and avoid going to Tribal Council again because they just lost. So, we will see. Uh, that's next week on No Buffs, though. Remember to get your picks in. Update your app. Make your picks. Select your team. Make your picks. Who's going to go home next week? Let's hear from everybody. Call your shot. Let us know in the YouTube comments who's the sole survivor of season 46 you can let us know on twitter as well at no dunk sync but great to be back great talking survivor with you guys we got jeff behind us we got the sexy saint jeff candle we got you in the live tribe and hey share the show tell your friends people say we're one of the best survivor podcasts going <laughs> one person on reddit said this hey that's somebody that's somebody was it one of you guys? No, it wasn't no, me. Was it okay? No, it wasn't us. No, no, was it Tass? Possibly. Who knows? I had the name. I had the name. Uh, that's, all right. that's all right. We appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, share the show with all your Survivor friends. And it's a great time to get in if you're new to Survivor. Uh, until next week, though, the tribe has spoken. Hey. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.